Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another just y'all to confuse in Thursday night hangout. Thursday night before turkey comes, exactly. you are wet. I am your host, Charlie, and I'm joined once again by the prolific hunter himself. Oh, Zeus. Oops. Zeus. It's good to see you, good sir, on the wild side of Funkabombs. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this, of course, is the Thursday night hangout. This is a show, a weekly show, where we try our best to cover the topics that are most important to you. Uh... If you haven't yet submitted your topic, question, or whatever, have no fear. You can drop it in the chat, and it will be added to the topic list for the show. Now, because we are streaming on three different platforms, um, we got Twitch, we got YouTube, we got Facebook, not only is the the chat that you see uh, during the show connected to all three, but I also have it running on the to my right, just in case for some reason it doesn't work. So anyways, ladies and gentlemen, uh, oh, sorry. If we unfortunately run out of time, those topics will be added to the beginning of next show. Which, I'm, which unless something crazy happens, it's not going to be next Thursday because that is the turkey day. I mean, that's a pretty big deal. Exactly. So ladies and gentlemen, let's jump right into it. And the first thing is craziness is going on. It looks like there's a massive patch coming out for the one, uh, the only, uh, New World with lots of balancing. Zelius, have you heard anything? So, I've actually kind of moved on in my uh, MMO world. Oh my I god! Have, uh, Let's give it up, ladies and gentlemen. It's over. I've already, I've already forsaken New World for, uh, I picked back up the Final Fantasy fourteen Mantle, which will take me like eight years to catch up to the actual Endwalker release. It's understandable. It's understandable. Something sometimes you gotta make. Sometimes you gotta make sacrifices, sir. That's a sacrifice I'm willing to make if you know what I mean, sir. Indeed. All right. So, um, well, I guess that just does that for that topic, then, Zelius. I know. I'm sorry. I can't help. Um, I know the other game I used to play a lot, Outriders, came out with another recent patch, which was apparently very well received by the audience. Ah, uh, well, so here's the problem yeah. is it's a FPS and they have different builds. Mm -hmm. So you got, you know, kind of tanky, more DPS, -y, you know, more glass cannon, but they made the end game based solely around how fast can you clear content, which mm -hmm. basically ended up creating one viable build for each class. Cause it was literally what is the fastest. Um, but they finally released new in game maps that's basically just based off of, can you clear it? Which means other potentially more fun and enjoyable builds are now, as long as they can clear the content, it doesn't matter the time anymore, which I think is a great change to any FPS game personally, mm -hmm. um, where it's not about the time and the sweaty palms as it is, can you just kill all the enemies in a given amount of time? Gotcha. Uh, interesting. Well, I mean, it's one of those things where you can't really cheese it. It's not like you can, like, spend 15 hours. Like, you'll die. Like, some games you could do that, so they have, like, intentional timers where you can cheese it in that way. Mm -hmm. But just, like, stringing on indefinitely. Mm -hmm. um, so I think as a balance, it works. Because the problem was is it made no other in-game builds viable was the whole problem. So you basically eliminated any variety in the game. And that was the part that kind of sucked. Variety is good. Variety keeps things fresh. 
hopefully. <laughs> unless unless you're uh unless you're adding ran like, you know, random like modes and stuff within a game and seeing if it'll stick, then that's not the variety you want. Variety is the space of food, man. Now, uh, I believe it was the new Call of Duty uh, just had a patch, and apparently people are like, yeah, no, it's still not good. I Call of Duty is definitely a game I do not follow. Um, so, yeah, I couldn't tell you anything about that. Well, I mean, the thing is, <clears throat> for me, Call of Duty is that quintessential game where I, I – yes, I'm sure that there is some story mode – and to be honest with you, I'm pretty sure it's just like a tutorial at this point. Call of Duty is like the Madden of like military first-person shooters to me. Yeah. I mean, that's my opinion. Yep. Uh, you know, it's it's literally they upgrade. You know, they update the uh, uh, the graphics. Uh, maybe they add some new weapons. They add some different maps, and they slap a new name on there. And ta-da! There you go. New Call of Duty. Yeah, and obviously it's definitely the um, money maker for you know Activision. Um, speaking of, is there a certain other Activision story you're going to be touching on? Yes, thank you, Zelius, for bringing it up, ladies and gentlemen. We do need to talk about an interesting story that um, has been picking up steam, uh, and that is the fact that there is a petition out there that is growing by the minute. Uh, mm -hmm. And this is, um, this petition is being signed by uh, employees, part-time employees, and also um, contract uh, employees. Well, uh, they don't know, come on. Hey, they still work and they still have to report to this guy. And the guy's name, of course, is the one and only uh, Bobby Kotick. Uh, the CEO of Activision Blizzard. Um, they, the, here's, here's the deal. Um, he's still there, and apparently he was very much aware of the toxic environment, uh, the, the sexual harassment, um, the pay discrepancy, which continues to be in the courts. Uh, and so there's a lot of employees and a couple of um, ex board of directors who want this guy gone. Now, of course, um, there the are board is like we love you. Yes. Um. Yeah, they're like, well, you know, I think it's grossly overstated. Blah 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 blah. You guys don't have all the facts, don't you, doll? Look, here's the deal. As the CEO, you basically are the face of the company. And the fact of the matter is that he kind of just let it slide. And when you're dealing with that level of shittiness mm -hmm. and corruptness and toxicity, you got to be held accountable. And if you're going to let that slide, maybe it's time to go somewhere else. Now, um, you know, to be honest with you, I feel like, Blizzard, well, I don't even want to go into Blizzard, but the Activision portion, I guess in the stock market, is this, are they publicly traded? I don't think they oh, are. Yeah. Activision is, yeah. Um, it's, it's under Bandai, I think is what it is. We have a lot of toxicity in your chat alone. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm trying, but Zelius keeps typing random stuff in the chat. It's just terrible. Um, 
No, seriously. The the I think the last time it was updated was like a thousand uh, signatures. I'm sure that it's probably grown since the last time it was uh, reported. Oh, that's right. Well, of course, fine. Yes, our our own personal troll is back in the um, uh, the chat. So please hurry up and join the fun. No, you gotta it, it, you gotta be held accountable. And if you screw the pooch as bad as he did, there's got to be consequences. Right now, he's not he's not doing it. Well, the other thing too is. I don't know if you've seen, but recently you've actually had um, Phil Spector, the lead of the Xbox division, come out, send emails to his staff, same with Sony, um, basically being like, this can't happen. Yep. And with Phil actually saying that they're reevaluating their relationship with Activision. So is Sony. <laughs> excuse me. So it's, you know, one thing when you have, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, like your own staff being like, well, this is bad. Um, but now you're talking the one language that actually matters to the boards and corporations around America, and that's monies. Um, so when you start actually having, I mean, without Microsoft and Sony supporting your game, you ain't got nothing if you're Activision. So now if you start having them breathing down your neck, that could actually cause some, uh, something to happen. Well, the interesting thing is, I mean, the, the the Microsoft thing could have further reaching ramifications. Um, not that Sony Sony's saying we're reevaluating it. It's not, you know, it's not. I'm not trying to say that so, the the Sony threat is any less than Microsoft, but seeing that Microsoft technically has two platforms. Yes, I understand the the district there. There is more than just the Microsoft Store, which I wonder if if there's Activision stuff in the Microsoft Store. Uh, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I couldn't even tell you. Uh, I know that they've always, I mean, they've been teasing constantly the, the cross-platform, uh, uh, was it the Game Pass thing? Uh, but yeah. I'd be very interested to see. Look, here's the deal. They need a change. I mean, they've been they've been changing because of court cases, but they this guy after after learning as much as I have about this guy and, and then seeing his smiling face, it does irk me. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, it does irk me. And uh, yeah, homeboy's gotta yeah. leave. Uh, the issue uh, I am gonna bit butcher the name, and I've been trying to avoid our. Uh, the name, but Ekekiel08. Uh, the issue is video games are becoming s such a monopolized thing, and the companies who own it currently don't truly care. It's because of money printing. Of course. I mean, that's that's the thing, though. And, and this is why Zelius and, and I, you know, the with Microsoft, the platform owner, owner and Sony, the platform owner, going... We are reevaluating our relationship with Activision. Now you're basically starting to put the Activision cojones 
that's one thing I can add. That's like the one thing I think could actually have teeth. Right. And another, because they're the gatekeeper. Yeah. You know, it's, it, yeah. I mean, it would be like, you know, it's almost like Apple kicking right to the street. You know, yeah. if they're like, we're going to kick you off the app store because of your relationship with China, which we know that's not going to happen. Well, that wasn't, well, there was more than just that. But yeah. But in terms of this, like, this is a big deal, I think, potentially for Activision. They go, ooh. Uh, they make, so in the the chat, they make so much money, it literally costs them less to pay sexual harassed employees than to fix the issue they have created. Absolutely. I fully agree. And the thing is that the lawsuits are finally starting to pile up. And now, of course, Sony and, and Microsoft threatening to, you know, this reevaluation, hopefully... This it's not just you know a smokescreen. Hopefully they, if something doesn't change, um, you know I, I I want to see them get penalized. To be honest with you, they they have been pissing me off since uh, you know since the merger with Blizzard because now. I don't think that Blizzard is completely not to blame because, of course, uh, as Zealys put in the chat, uh, McCree uh, was a big Blizzard that name. That's actually nudged, not me. Was it? Yep. Oh, my bad. Um, but, you know, what was his name? What, what did they rename him again? Uh, Shooty McPeedy, crappy <laughs> name. I don't remember. Uh, not really, like awesome western badass name cody i think you know they should have named him was like clint eastwood that would probably be copyright uh <laughs> it does it it does piss them off get rich quick go work at blizzard get oh my god get touched by your boss profit no <laughs> no that's a very practical and uh utilitarian way of thinking about it well the unfortunate thing is there's probably some some truth to it because once again as long as the company's making money they they are not going to do they're not going to make changes it's the three keys keys to success no, i mean there's definitely i mean you know when these situations burst were given to light they absolutely did the calculations of is it worth the money to just pay them off for hush money or does it cost more to do the other way around that was definitely the cost benefit of business Right. And, and and to be honest with you, I think that the the individuals who have been removed from Activision Blizzard were like the the scapegoat uh, sacrificial lambs and were probably I, I mean, I, this is total speculation. I, I I I don't know for sure, but there's a very good chance they probably were already headed towards the door because. Um, Especially on the Blizzard side, as I've repeat, as I repeatedly say, Activision has literally killed Blizzard, and I have nothing against Vicarious Visions, but Vicarious Visions now holds the the Blizzard moniker. It's no longer Blizzard. It it's not. I, there's no disputing that. So I mean, I, you know, hopefully, hopefully something changes uh this guy's job is technically in the hands of the board of directors 
Now, yes. from from the brief comment that the board of directors made, they're they're like, we're still successful. We're still making a profit. So I don't think they give a shit. But you know, hopefully, well, we, once again, profit. Uh, they'll back him as long as he makes the money. Is what it comes down to. The ch- the chat room says you're looking at lit. Uh, at literal basement trolls who learned coding and now build games for billions and believe they are entitled to anything they want, including sexual relations with anyone until they change the tune of who works for them. They will never, ever change anything. True. Very true. Uh, remember, I think it was like a couple weeks ago, there was a, there was a, um, there's a company that was created. I think it was ex blizzard employees and they, like we're proud to um, announce that there are no females on staff outside of the mascot dog. Um, <laughs> well, it's also, it's probably also an echo chamber of nobody who's going to tell you, hmm, maybe this is inappropriate. Then in turn, then the newbie, even if they think it is, if they're one of 50, they're going to be, by virtue of that association and be silenced into doing anything anyways. Right. So there's always that effect where once that core of mass population, it's really hard to really have any change come about it. And to be totally brutally honest, this is not, uh, this is not a video game, uh, only, uh, issue. I mean, this, this goes across the board. I mean, uh, we've heard, we've heard a lot about, uh, super entitled news anchors, um, uh, individuals who own film, uh, production studios, uh, hell, even universities have issues like this. Uh, The HR human resources is supposed to be on the employee side. And, <laughs> I know, I know. It's silly me for thinking that they actually have your best interests, especially if you're female. Now, if you're male, it's a 50-50 shot. It depends on who you're who you're having an issue with. If it's a higher upper, uh, then it's basically in the hands of the boss of that hyper high um Higher upper. Higher upper. Um, I, mm, once upon a time, I had a boss that literally could not be touched. And so it didn't matter what I said. So I just hushed. Akiko said, no, no, no. This literally exists everywhere. Uh, news, models, casting couch, getting into literally anything Fortune 500. I think it goes, I don't think, yes, Fortune 500, but I think it also extends outside of Fortune 500. I mean, absolutely does. Um, but games have caused a massive stir since it's one of the most profitable things ever. Agreed. Uh, actually, you know what? Uh, video games and, re- I guess, at the same time, you've got a lot of uh, actresses uh, for TV shows, for movies, com- finally coming out and, and talking about this as well. I mean... You know. Well, there are also businesses that by nature are very social, like video games are, you know, social. You play online like Modern Warfare. It's an online game. Yep. Diablo is an online game. Yep. And I think same thing with like actresses. You know, that started with the Me Too movement a couple of years ago was that is 
their livelihood is literally being in the public eye. And so there's a natural correlation between the ability of them to, you know, be in the public eye and then the news actually being made public with sexual harassment versus, you know, not to mitigate what they go through, but if like you're a random employee at Fortune 443 company, unfortunately, nobody's going to care if you make a social media post. Um, because it's just not in the social limelight. But if you are a, you know, actress or like, well, this is screwed up, or you have a mass of people at a video game company, which is publicly in the eye, especially with everything that's already happened with Blizzard, it is much easier to make that public situation known to everyone versus random fortune 443 company that nobody cares about. Yeah. It just said you f you're f subscribed to our channel. Anyway, um, we'll see what happens. It looks like you know. Um, right now, all the responses from like the board and Activision are basically the very definition of corporate. This is gonna blow over. It's fine. Actually, there was just that's the responses. Let's see. Hold on. There might be a. There is a. There apparently was or is a shareholder group uh, meeting that has been called. So, hell, maybe shit's actually going to. Um, uh, yes. Uh, okay, so your subscription, uh, we have to have enough. You need to just basically blast the fact that we have this show. And then if we have enough followers or viewers, could um, what, do, what do you mean? Uh, uh, what, do I, what do you mean? Um, concurrent viewers. If you have a certain amount, then you get eligible to uh, cash at me. You could do that, or you could just go to www.alteredconfusion.com and you could click on the uh, the PayPal link. I think it's still there. Um, actually, I was about speaking of the website. I did, of course, finally post the Noni Cooney Two review, and I was actually writing up an uh, an editorial about why I'm boo. Okay, then I, I will give you the cash up information offline. Um, I uh, I was I was in the I'm in the midst of writing a um an editorial about why I'm more and more hesitant about writing reviews for mobile games. Uh mainly because I feel I feel like mobile games literally change every month. Like the actual game gets like new features or they tweak shit um, to the point where my review is going to be pointless. Well, yeah, it's it's because they have to continue the rat race because if you're an online game, usually free to play, they have to continue to give out the trickle awards so that your whales continue to purchase large money's worth, worth of content and basically what amounts to a casino. So 
if you're looking for reviews of the games I'm playing on my on my um, my phone, you're not going to find them. You may hear me say, "Hey, man, it's a cool game," and just check check it out. But I'm not going to write a review because literally, when I post it, if you look for it, like two weeks later, there's a new mode. They've changed something. They've tweaked something. So you know. Yeah, I can see that. Um. Okay. Going on, uh, changing gears slightly. Uh, what kind of gears are we switching to? We're, we're, we're going to leave the realm of legal matters. Um, Go to illegal matters? Well, I mean, you know, it's been quite a few weeks now, but apparently one of the main dudes who is doing some sort of device that I think like jailbreaks some Nintendo devices is finally has changed his plea to guilty. Um, after going, I don't know what you're talking about, but you know, having a website set up to sell said device to plug into your Nintendo device to jailbreak it. You can't really hide from that. Yeah. I think they know it's you. Yeah. Nice try though. Um, so there is, of course, (laughs) there is a, um, as you may know, I, many people probably don't, but there's this thing. Uh, there's a lot of movies based on these comic books. These are these these pieces of paper that are stapled together and have different, you know, characters. And there's one big one called the Marvel Cinema Cinematic Universe. Um. Anywho, um, interesting thing has come out about the MCU, sort of. I mean, it is, but it isn't. No, it is, because he's included in it. And that is the fact that um, our current Spider-Man is already wanting to exit. Um, Simply because, I'm, you know, to be honest with you, I'm a little surprised, but... And I want to see what kind of stunts the Spider-Man actors have to go through yes tom holland is already stepping away is going is about to step away from uh spider-man because he's like i don't want to be someone over the age of 30 with serious back problems and i'm like that's one of the reasons toby mcguire stepped away exactly back problems exactly and then of course andrew garfield i think this is name basically like said something stupid and got his ass kicked to the curb I don't think I actually saw any of the Andy Garfield. I did. Like that phase, like doesn't exist to me. I did, but but here, here's here's here's. I the, like Tom Holland. I do. I I do too. I think he's a good Spider-Man. But but here is the problem. The new phase of MCU that was introduced after at the uh, spoiler alert the. Uh, I guess. I don't know. I think we're outside of spoilers by now. The end of the the movie Infinity Wars, or the end of the Infinity Wars, the new Avengers has Spider-Man. So, with Tom Holland stepping away, we're going to introduce another Spider-Man. I, look, 
I have no problem with recasting, but Spider-Man just seems excessive. I don't know what it is about Spider-Man. It's like three movies and I'm done. I don't. I feel like, ironically, maybe it's because they've gone through three actors for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like the one actor that's very interchangeable in terms of who it is. Like I feel like if they tried changing Thor to like somebody else, they're like, huh? They are changing like, Thor. Well, to Natalie but, Portman. Yeah, that's different. At least you're changing genders to me. It was like, okay, there's at least logic to that. Um, so if Gwen Stacy were to like pop in instead of Spider-Man, would you be okay, okay with that? Make sure. Um, pull back. Who is the one from the first Spider? Who is the chick bringing Kirsten Dunst? She could be Spider-Woman. Um, or like if they changed out like Iron Man. And please don't bring in what's her name. I can't say it's Pepper Potts, man. No, hell no. God no. Um, Robert Downey Jr. Sorry, nobody else can be Iron Man. It just wouldn't work. Um so, It's all about War Machine, man. Well, no, actually, like Thor going to being a gender swap, that's actually canon. That's not like totally randomly made up. That actually happened in the comics. Yeah, well, because the, the thing is that um Natalie Portman's character, which I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, she, they, de- she de- develops, I think it's like cancer, some kind of like yeah, incurable disease. And the only thing that could save her is to gain the mantle of Thor, which gives her basically immortality. See, that at least from a story perspective makes sense. Whereas right. up to now, all the Spider-Mans have just been like, poof, new actor. Well, okay. So, but, but here's the thing. So perhaps... Uh, Marvel has seen the the writing on the wall and, of course, the super success of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. So they are, uh, especially with the, the Doctor Strange next movie, with all the multiverses, yeah. now you have the capacity to ha- have these characters, different versions of the characters, different actors, gender swaps, all that stuff occur. Uh, if you... Ladies and gentlemen, if you out there have Disney Plus, uh, you may have watched the What If series, uh, where it was like, what if, um, uh, let's see here. One of them was, what if Captain America, the, uh, oh my gosh, Steve Rogers couldn't get into the, like the super soldier, um, like, thing fast enough and so um carter his girl the the lady uh jumps in there and becomes the super soldier uh captain carter is what her what she goes by um but um you know so with this like introduction this true introduction for like multiverse i could see it working and also please whomever is making the next Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, just give it to me. I need it. Um, And it's super duper... It hits a special spot in my heart that after the credits, there is a quick scene involving the individual who is Spider-Man in Spider-Man 2099, which was a series that I loved, which wasn't very well perceived, but I still liked it. So So the real question is, has anybody seen Eternals? I've heard it sucks. Oh. Like, I... I haven't seen it. 
I, I heard that it's just, it's not up to par. Mm. Um, they, they have a shit ton of star power and they introduce a, uh, a get, oh my God, uh, a gay, um, like, you know, superhero. But I think they just, I, I don't know. I just, I don't, I, I of course have not seen it. Um, but I've heard that it's just kind of like, meh. Mm. Um, now, speaking of things that I'm waiting in anticipation, ladies and gentlemen, there's a very good chance that I may disappear tomorrow and you may not see me. Uh, okay. Uh, for a while. And that of course is that the live action Cowboy Bebop, uh, is being released on Netflix and I'm either going to be crying or going, okay. Uh, you get up though. Sorry, yeah. going. No, 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 no. Have you, go. Have you seen the new? Uh, have you seen the League of Legends anime? Arcane. I've watched the first four episodes. I'm actually pleasantly very entertained by it. Honestly, I, I, I want to talk about it, but it's still in the spoilers because they're still releasing episodes. Oh no, I would totally agree. But I would say, if you're out there and you're like, should I watch this League of Legends? Yes, like watch it. It's I think it's great. I'm. I hope they do more. I hope it goes on. Um, you're right. So right now they're on episode six out of nine. Yeah. Um, yes. No. No spoilers. We're not doing any spoilers. Um, I'm just saying, watch it. It's. Definitely I. I. I do have to say, uh, there was um, uh, Loki on Disney Plus. I. I thoroughly enjoyed that. The Twisted Turns, that also had the multiverse play into. Um, I mean, that was a main uh, component of the Loki series. Multiverse. They're just stealing from DC, man. They've been doing... They, they've Everybody has a uh, multiverse simply because you have different authors who want to take different stabs at the characters to ba brand them in their own way. Honestly, the very basic premise of like basically the DC cinematic TV, not movie, because I ignore that, their TV universe is basically based around leveraging the multiverse. Without the multiverse, you basically don't have DC on the silver screen. True. Um, uh, speaking of... Uh, um, the, the, the MCU, there is yet again a push to bring um God, i forgot the guy's name the guy who played uh daredevil in the netflix series they want that version of daredevil put into the mcu which i have no problem with don't bring the ben affleck version because even ben affleck goes that was terrible um <laughs> but i think what worked though so I guess that's a good point, though. Are there certain MCU characters, mm -hmm. like, let's just take in this case, um, Daredevil. Yep. I would probably put, actually put Jessica Jones in this category, too, that work much better as a television series where they can work it out over a number of episodes, kind of explore that character, where you try to, you know, think about it. If you tried putting the Jessica Jones... 
basically whore element of um i can't remember the actual bad guy's name now um oh. I mean, it's david Tennant. But yeah i know oh Kil- what's his name wasn't it kilgore or kilgrave or something yeah yeah i'm gonna google it on the other page but but if like you put him in like in a you know hour and a half two hour movie you're not going to get that same effect. He's going to come off probably as being cheesy at that point. Like, well, this guy doesn't terrify me. But when you basically have eight episodes to completely screw somebody's mind, you're like, oh, this actually works. Kilgrave. Kilgrave. Yep. Or like part of, to me, what made Daredevil so great mm-hmm. was Fisk's bad guy. Like he was, to me, he's actually favorite part of the entire series. But it works over in a television series. We get to learn his motivations and he gets to show his acting chops where it's just a two-hour show. Let's be honest. DC or Marvel's going to make him just another random bad guy who has no lasting effect on your memory. Whereas I'll never forget the bad guys of the Marvel TV shows. Uh, uh, Charlie Cox is the actor. Charlie Cox. Whereas yeah. like Thanos worked, because he expanded multiple movies. It wasn't just, well, you're going to come in only for Endgame, but we never see you before that. Like, he was like, how many times was he teased? And he was in two full movies. That's why he worked. So, for me, that's where, like, I don't know if Charlie Cox alone does anything. To me, you also have to have that bad guy who also makes it interesting. Yes. Uh, here, that's the. In, in my opinion, to well, I mean, this is I think this is kind of globally accepted. If you are going to take on a role of an established character, especially you know comic books that are widely known, um, you need all the parts <laughs> to work. Uh, and that's to be honest, that's what scares the shit out of me about the the Cowboy Bebop uh, live action. The um. The from the trailers I've seen, I'm sold on the 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 guy who plays Jet. I'm sold on the person who plays Faye Valentine. I still am having a problem with the dude who's playing Spike Spiegel, which is the main character. Yes, I understand those three are, and I'm still a little bit concerned because I've I've yet to see anything about Ed. But what about the dog who plays the corgi? What do you think of that? Thank God they didn't pull a Transformers and they actually have a fucking Corgi. Bumblebee is a VW buck. Okay? It's not what what do they change it to? Uh a Corvette or or Charger no. or something? Yeah, it was a Mustang or something, I think. It's it's a more relevant car. There's still Beatles on the road, okay? It's iconic. Exactly. It's well, I, I understand now, of course, we're going on this tangent, but uh, I do understand the need to make Megatron something other than what he originally was. Uh, in the early 80s uh, cartoon, Megatron transformed into like a massive gun. Mm. So the, I think it's now a tank, I think. And that, okay, fine. I understand that. I mean, it's still shooting. I have no idea. I but think also, I it didn't make any sense why he would transform into, like, it's, it's like literally like a 
uh, what do you call it? A Desert Eagle pistol. Yeah, I think I saw the first Transformers with like Fox. Yep. Their first name, Megan Fox. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, I'm good. Oh, so you want bad movies? Have you ever seen Aliens versus Aliens and Cowboys? Yes. That may actually be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Like everything about that movie just was half ass. What? Everybody was sleepwalking through the entire movie. Have you seen the movie Jonah Hex? And the script. Like, the decision every single character made from, like, a logic standpoint was like, no, no, no! Like, oh, oh my gosh. Ha- have have I, you seen I, the movie I, Jonah Hex? No, I'm not. Is it it's bad, too? Same thing. Oh. It's one of those movies where, like, you vote on, it's got, like, producer Steven Spielberg. It's got John Favreau involved. It's got Harrison Ford. It's got Daniel Craig. I'm like, how bad can this be? It's bad. Oh, it's bad. Look, here's the deal. Bad. Making, gaming an all-star cast in a movie does not assure that it's going to be a good movie. True. Very true. Um, It was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Versus like, then you turn and you got, what is it? Code Red, which is the new Netflix movie with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. That's uh, Red Notice. Red Notice, which is the very, actually, I think my favorite description was literally an AI bot wrote that script. I enjoyed it. That was stupid, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. I I, love the the twists. And of course, Ryan Reynolds, as long as you allow Ryan Reynolds be Ryan Reynolds. No, it's, it's not a bash. It's not a bad thing. But if you look at the script, you look at the actors. It's basically like they went to film school and like get an AA bot to actually write the like blockbuster movie based on other movie algorithms yep. that's getting rated well. It's not going to offend anyone, um, but people are going to get the good trickles out of it. And it's going to be just a nice twist at the end so we can have another movie after it. Oh, yeah. Now, by but the way, ladies I, and gentlemen, yeah, they watch. set it up for a sequel. Oh, like hardcore. They set it up for a sequel. Uh but it's worth watching. It's it's a fun two hour flick, no doubt. Oh yeah, I just I, ironically I just watched it last night. So yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Uh ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna make a quick pause uh to thank the friends of the show. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's start it off right. And the first one, of course, is the indie cluster. The Indie Cluster is an organization of independent game developers that want to gain exposure by being involved in the community. They collectively journey to popular conferences as a traveling booth to help gain attention for their games. They make partnerships in local communities to bring games to the the mainstream mindset. They highlight local, unusual, and rare concepts to challenge the paradigm of the common. They also host events to teach kids and minority groups about game development to hopefully one day enter the industry themselves. If you like more information, go to IndieCluster.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-C-L-U-S-T-E-R.com. Now, of course, the next one we have to thank is the one and only Noodle Boy Media. Noodle Boy Media was founded in 2015 by Andrew Tran. 
Noodle Boy Media, previously known as Whack Kid 47 Media, is your choice for professional photo shoots and panel recordings at conventions. They pride themselves in providing a high level of professionalism, top-notch experiences, and quality services. If you want more information and to view their full list of services, check out facebook.com slash Media. And of course, the man, the myth, the legend. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to thank Hero Chiropractic. Hero Chiropractic is a unique healthcare practice set up by Ryan Moore. The company's focus to elevate a patient's experience of freedom, creative expression, and joy. They believe that everyone can be a hero and has incredible heroic potential inside themselves waiting to be unleashed. Hero Chiropractic focuses on mobile chiropractic care in the greater Atlanta area. They are committed to healing clients by creating a plan of action uniquely suited for each person. They make that plan of action as convenient and affordable as possible, and most importantly, suited to your individual needs. For more information, go to herochiropractic.com. Now, of course, since we thanked all of the friends of the show, let's do a cup, a quick bit of alter confusion love um ladies and gentlemen uh Zelius and i uh, once again did partake in extra life uh which is something that we love and support so i'm just gonna give you a quick little uh we did the 24-hour game-a-thon but i do want to i still want to give you some uh give it the the correct amount of love and attention and that is uh we have proudly fundraised for extra life for 10 years straight Extra Life is gamers doing what they do best, game, to help sick and injured children at their chosen Children's Miracle Network Hospital. The money that we raise through Extra Life will go directly to Children's Health Cover Atlanta, which of course is our uh, Children's Miracle Network Hospital as unrestricted funds. This means that the hospital decides where and how to spend the money to ensure the dollars we raise make the biggest impact in the lives of the kids they treat. So if you have the capacity to donate, please go to extra-life.org and search for Alter Confusion. Yes, we may have done the 24-hour gameathon, but there's still time to do your donation. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, a little bit of uh, self-love, and that is we have a Patreon page. Alter Confusion survives on the love and support of fans like you. And so we have a Patreon page. Patreon lets you, the fans, supporters, lovers, haters, demons, demigods, extraterrestrials, uh, interdimensional individuals, and of course monsters to okay. become active participants in the work we love through a monthly membership. This gives you access to exclusive content, community, and insight into our creative process. In exchange, we gain a bit more freedom to do our best work and stability we need to build an even stronger creative career. Ladies and gentlemen, currently there are two different tiers that you can do, uh, that you can become a part of. Now remember, this is a monthly subscription, so the first tier is a $1 a month. That's $12 a year uh, subs uh, subscription. And what that does is it allows you early access to all the playthroughs and also the ability to take part in polls and also posts to that are patron only to help shape the future of Alter Confusion. Now, if you want to take a step up, ladies and gentlemen, there is a $5 tier. That is $5 a month or $60 a year. And what that will give you is not 
basically all of the rights of the $1 tier plus your name or organization added to our thank you section of every Thursday night hangout. So if you want to be a patron of Alter Confusion, go to patreon.com slash alterconfusion. Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com. And of, and of course, because the masses demand it, ladies and gentlemen, if you uh, want to support Alter Confusion, but perhaps you do not want to do it uh, in a subscription form, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to maybe give us something to show off during our show, to unbox, per se, all you got to do is mail it to us. And the uh, address that you will mail it is, of course, 1551 Dunwoody. That's D-U-N-W-O-O-D-Y, Village Parkway. And here comes a very important part. Number 88276. Once again, number 88276. That's the P.O. Box number. If you do not add that to the address, it will not get to us. It will go to the post office proper and will be uh, returned to you within a week. Uh, the city, of course, is Dunwoody, D-U-N-W-O-O-D-Y, Georgia, 30338. Sam Grizzle, at the Tier 100, you can throw a party at Charlie's house. Mm, probably not going to be able to swing that, Sam, because... As everyone knows, who's married, happy wife, happy life. And if I try to pull that kind of stunt without the uh, go-ahead of my wife, I will die a very violent, uh, a violent death, and no one will ever find my body. Well, what a way to go. And because Zelius is part of Alter Confusion, uh, he probably will disappear as well because he allowed right. it to happen. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm not. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, who would take care of Rose? Rose could take care of herself. She'll be released into the wild and kill everything. Probably true. She would devour the monsters. Death monster will devour. Was it difficult people? Yes. Okay, so there was a a bit of news about a reboot reboot of a show or a cartoon, I should say, that was I think it was in the '90s, and that is, of course, they are rebooting Earthworm Jim. What? Yeah, they're rebooting the cartoon for Earthworm Jim. Now that's what I have not thought about in a long time, sir. For those who don't know who Earthworm Jim is, he's basically an earthworm who was like, it was kind of like Ninja Turtle style. Like he got affected by something and then what, I always was curious how the hell he worked that entire suit with the gun because he's an earthworm. He does have, he does not have arms. He does not have legs. And yet he could do everything. He's got skills, man. Mad skills, but yeah, they're they're relaunching or yeah, they're relaunching Earthworm Jim. I I don't know how that's going to go over. I mean, but like if you're relaunching a television series 
shouldn't like the game that you're basing it on be like relevant in terms of video game popularity and usually a cartoon you're usually marketing towards the younger crowd and they're not gonna know what the hell earthworm jim is yeah i i think the the thing is for me when i think earthworm jim i immediately associated with sega which of course has gone the way of the dodo birds kind of sort of uh i mean uh, by the way, uh, Earthworm Jim uh, ran for uh, ran from 1995 to 1996. There's 23 episodes, so it's not like it was a long lasting show. I forgot it was even a television series. To be honest, I I think I watched almost the entire series. Now you want to talk about series that I keep saying that I'm going to watch, and I watch bits and pieces, but I never actually watched the entire thing, and that is Pirates of Dark Water. Yep, if I haven't seen that. Oh, it's so good. Like, I at least I think it's good. <laughs> I've never actually watched the entire thing. Which, I don't know yeah. if there's... I think partially because I don't think that there's going to be closure at the end of it. And as Zelis and I were talking about last week, closure is a good thing when it comes to series. Um, yeah. So, that's probably... One hesitation. The other thing is that I watched that show like back in the early nineties, about the same time as Earthworm Jim. And I'm afraid that when I rewatch it, I'll be like, Oh, this really sucks. <laughs> Nostalgia's stupid. Um But yeah. So if you are if you are first of all, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be part of the Discord community, uh hit us up through any of the social media means. Uh, and we will add, we will give you the link to join Discord. Uh, if you've been watching the status of me on Discord, you'll see that I've been playing way too much FTL, faster than light. You got back into you got pulled back into the game. I finally unlocked all of the ships, the the A layout of the ships in uh, FTL. Now I'm working on getting the B versions. And that's just the basic one. I haven't I haven't turned on the advanced edition. Are you excited about having unlocked all of them? Yes, but some of the stupid quests in FTL you have to do you have to complete two of the three like mini quests in order to to open up the B variety of the um, the ship, and some of it is just absolute. Rap. Like, how the hell am I going to pull that off? Yeah. And there's other ones like, oh, I could do this with my eyes closed. Mm. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't thought of FTL in eons. Apparently, it's still very popular. We have two huge fans of the show, uh, that being, um, well, actually, myself. Of course, I'm a fan of the show, but also uh, the Mayo is huge in uh, uh, into FTL as well. Oh, there is a big update for. Huh. Yes. Ah, I see. Yes. So I was looking at the update with New World. It has the Void Gauntlet, where you can manipulate the powers of the Void to support your allies and debilitate your enemies. Interesting. Cool. Hey, anybody want to hear something really crazy? 
Yes. Sega's introducing cologne. <laughs> it doesn't smell like Sonic. Yeah, Sonic and Yakuza. <laughs> Damn, yo. You have 92 hours of FTL. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah. But Isn't cyberstalking your friends fun? Yes, it is. Uh, and to be honest with you, I think I've successfully gotten through an entire run six times in that humongous amount of time. Ooh, this game looks mildly addicting. What? Factory Town. Build, automated, optimize a giant factory on 3D terrain using conveyor belts, trains, blah, 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 blah. Sounds like your type of game. Must say no. Yes, it does. Oh, Zelius. Zelius have a, has a soft spot for that type of thing. Yes, I do. Did you ever play Factorio? Factorial. No. That's think. the very definition of a gateway um, addiction for that type of strategy game. I know that we talked about this at the beginning of the show, but uh, as of two hours ago, the number of signatures for the petition to remove the CEO of Activision Blizzard uh, is now up to 1,200. I think that's like, what, 10% of their working force? I wouldn't be surprised if like a quarter of the working force signs this damn thing. I had a very interesting conversation. We, we talked about this last week uh, with one of the biggest problems with, uh, with the, the, this generation console and also the, the play date, which is the, the crank black and white. I think it's e-ink oh, yeah, uh, yeah. handheld. Um, and that is the, the the scarcity is still there. And yes, I understand. Lots of companies out there love to create uh, phony scarcity so that they can drive up the price of stuff. But uh, as Zilis and I were, were talking about last week, a lot of these devices are running into literal shortage of components. One of the main ones, of course, being the CPU. Um, yeah. I was talking to some an individual the other day and they're like, is there some kind of magic secret way to just get a PlayStation 5? Because I can't find it anywhere. I got mine when I was at the car dealership. I remember it was like, I had the alarm on. It was like two o'clock for Walmart. It's so like there was a trick to doing it like on your phone, not like a hacker. It's just you had to do it just right. Oh, you get, have the Uber hacks. Get into the queue. And I remember like my car was going to be ready at two o'clock, but the queue started at two o'clock. So I actually like went and like locked myself in the bathroom stall so that like it wouldn't be those like awkward situations where like they're calling your name and they're coming to find you. Like, nope, hold on. I'm busy here. So I definitely locked myself in the bathroom stall so I could order it uh, without like being distracted. Because you also like, even if you got in the queue, you had to like, order it immediately or it was snagged away. Yeah. yeah. And to be honest with you, when the, the switch originally released, yeah. I got extremely lucky and was at the, at a Walmart, uh, off of Howell Mill, if you know what it, that street is in Atlanta. And they had two switches at like the bottom of the case kind of pushed to the back. 
and I bought both of them. Nice. And I was like, I'm going to turn my, I'm going to turn a profit. And I sold one to my very good buddy, buddy, uh, a fan of the show, Dev. Um, and then I kept hearing about all these awesome games coming on the switch. I'm like, cause at first I was like, I was, I wasn't anti switch, but I was kind of like, how is this thing going to hold up? It's, it's a handheld, but it's, you plug it in. Like, you know, I'm afraid I'm going to break it. But like, after all these games started coming out and people are going, Oh my God, amazing. I'm like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to be able to sell the second one because I'm going to have to play it. And to be honest with you, this is my console. It, the the Switch is the console that I go to, even if I potentially almost break controllers while playing it. And I didn't lose all my respect for you for being a jackass scalper. I I made, I basically, I made like a little bit of money simply because I hand delivered it to my buddy Dev. <laughs> that was it. I I didn't make like. Quadruple the price of like the Switch. console concierge service. Oh, speaking of which, um, this this was a while ago. There was a, there was news about Riot Games um, working on additional games within the League of Legend um, universe, yep. and apparently, they silently dropped both the games. Um, uh, one of them is called uh, Ruined King, which I need to check out. Like, I've heard some interesting things. I need to check out Ruined King. I can't remember what the second one was. Um, but King, of Legends story. But I am, I'm going to check out Ruined King. Just so you know. Once I get over the fact that I'm not going to be able to beat FTL with every single freaking ship. Just gonna be honest. I, I I won't be able to do it. I'll try, but it ain't gonna happen. Well, maybe you need to click better, sir. Here's the thing: I need shields. I I can't ah. beat the game without shields. That makes sense. Apparently, they're relaun they're they're um relaunching the Saint Rose Saints Row series. I'm all for that. What was the name of the other game? So apparently League of Legends uh, Rude King has a very positive review on Steam as it is. They actually like work on their shit before they push it out. And they make sure that it's good. It's kind of old school. Well, I mean, it's not like they're they're, they're hitting their deadlines, and sometimes you don't even know what the deadlines are, and they're like, ha-ha, there it is. Uh, but it's like old-school kind of like Blizzard mentality. Like, they want a good product right off the shelf. Uh, digital shelf now, but um, I'm not yeah, I mean, Yeah, it, aren't, they, aren't they coming out still with like an MMORPG, like action RPG? Wasn't that a thing they are doing? I think that that's later they also came out with a game called Hextech uh Mania or sorry Hextech Mayhem which is a scrolling rhythm runner Ooh. which I know I have rhythm I Zelius does not <laughs> I'm going to be told 
Zealish will even admit to it. He's like a quarter or a half beat off. Consistently, though. Yes, absolutely. Consistently. It's not random. It's consistent. If you were to, uh, if we had the ability to delay the audio of Zelius, or maybe, yeah, delay the audio or, or speed up the audio, we could match it perfectly. But unfortunately, reality doesn't work that way. So you'll appreciate this. So I was helping out a teacher with a projector and we put in a new one and they're like, so when we play these songs, the audio track does not sound correct. I'm like, lady, you got the wrong person to honestly ask. Like, it sounds normally. I'm like, but no, how does it sound normal to you? I'm like, clearly you don't know me. You <laughs> need to get somebody else in here. Because really to me, I believe you that it does not sound right, but I'm the wrong person to ask for audio advice on how it does not sound. And uh, speaking of the audio sync, there, uh, YouTube sometimes sucks balls when it comes to to live sport events because it doesn't matter how far how much you you mess around with trying to sync up the audio you can't do it you know what truly pisses me off about youtube tv what's that when you record a game and you go to watch the recording and as you go to like you know go to your history i'm gonna watch the uga versus tennessee game and right there smack dab in like size 80 font score of the game i'm like motherfucker like i recorded the game don't tell me the score right there uh, my problem is that most of the sporting events that i that i click on um start like like if i want to record a game on i don't know abc at a specific time for some yeah. reason my dvr will always start the game previous. I'm like, I don't want this Ow. one. And then I've got to, you know, like seek back and forth until I get that. One thing I actually really liked about like the old, like Comcast DVR system. Yeah. Is you could say start, like you'd see like, you know, UGA is playing, it's a CBS game. So it's going to be eight hours long, but you could start recording like an hour before and like stop two hours afterwards. And like, yes. I actually really like that feature because it allowed me to like get the entire gap of it and not miss something instead of like relying on basically what comes down to Google's maybe magical algorithm of getting the entire game. Yes. Yes. Having, we're only going to record from this time to this time, no matter what. That would actually be a nice feature to have. Like, I want to record this CBS from two o'clock to six o'clock, whatever it is, just record this block of time, which you can't do. True. True that. Mm. Um, all right. I think we're, I think we've gone off on, on, on a super duper tangent. So we love our tangents. Yes, we do. So ladies and gentlemen, I think it's maybe time to wrap it up. Um, as as we stated at the beginning of the show, we're going to state it at the end of the show. Uh, next Thursday is Thanksgiving. I'm about 98% sure that there will not be a show next Thursday uh, because it's Turkey Day. And also, by the time the show is supposed to start, I'm probably going to be in a turkey coma 
what is the what is the chemical in turkey that makes you so sleepy? Tryptophan. Yes, I will be probably unconscious because uh, I will have eaten too much turkey. But the but then again, can you eat too much turkey on Thanksgiving? I think not. Well, since I don't really like turkey that much. Well, boo on you, Silas. I like ham. Whatever. All but right. My sister in law is going, and she's a vegetarian, and she always cooks phenomenal vegetarian foods. I might actually just eat hers. Whatever, dude. No turkey day, all the confusion. Slackers. I tell you just what, Sam. If you day. show if if you show up, there's not going to be a Thursday hangout, but I might be on. I might be like, I have to do something on Thursday. But, yeah. What else? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe we've reached the end of our show. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to the Ultra Confusion Thursday Night Hangout. For myself, Charlie, and Zelius, it's been a pleasure giving everything to come our heads, our mouths, and of course... Our hearts will be back next Thursday. Or no, the not next Thursday, but the following Thursday for another Alt Confusion Thursday Night Hangout. Remember, kids, keep on eating turkey in the free world. Amen to that, brother. Gobble, gobble. <laughs>